Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News. We are worldwide, KFUO at KFUO.org, AM850 here in the St. Louis region. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Good to be with you. This week we read from Jeremiah 41 to Lamentations chapter 1. We read about disaster because of idolatry, and we also read some about these messages that the Lord shared with the prophet Jeremiah to the nations, and then we also read about the fall of Jerusalem. Is there a certain uh, chapter or verse you'd like to highlight? Well, like you mentioned, Gary, I think uh, we'll maybe look briefly at uh, Jeremiah 46, and then we're going to skip to the very end of Jeremiah. But Jeremiah 46, like you mentioned, all this judgment on the different nations that surround Israel. And here the Lord gives explanation to that. So Jeremiah 46, verse uh, 28, there the, the Lord is speaking and says, Fear not, O Jacob, my servant declares the Lord. So even in the midst of different judgments, the Lord still says, Fear not. And he goes on, For I am with you. I will make a full end of all the nations to which I have driven you. But of you, I will not make a full end. I will discipline you in just measure, and I will by no means leave you unpunished. So I think that's interesting. Israel is going to be become subject to other nations, and they already have. Uh, eventually, Babylon is going to take over Jerusalem and Jude Judah, and people are going to be in captivity there for years. Uh, but the Lord also says, I will make a full end to the nations of which I've driven you. And then we see the judgment on the nations that follow in the next chapters. Uh, but he says, I will not make a full end of you. So God is going to leave this remnant of people, this remnant in Israel, these people who will follow the Lord and still work through them and still ultimately bring about the Savior through that tribe of Judah. Uh, so we give thanks to God for that. Uh, but he also says, I will by no means leave you unpunished. All right. So God is not going to destroy them. He's promised that. But at the same time, he's also not going to leave them unpunished. He's still going to discipline Judah for their unfaithfulness to the Lord. That unfaithfulness that we've seen time and again as they've ignored the messages from Jeremiah that have been from the Lord. Yeah, we, we can never learn our lesson. <laughs> we just, yeah, that's the thing. Same yeah. mistakes over and over again. I know it. I know it. Before we're too hard on the people of Judah, we look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. We see our unfaithfulness. Uh, the law acts like a mirror when we read things like the Ten Commandments. Oh, boy, I've, I've failed. I've broken these. Uh, I've sinned. And instead of turning for hope to other places, to ourselves or to idols or whatever else it might be, we come before the Lord in repentance. We turn to him. Uh, so let's let's skip ahead to chapter 52, Gary. That's the, the very last chapter of Jeremiah. So the Lord's not going to destroy Judah completely, but there's still going to be destruction. There's still going to be uh, punishment. And so this is what we hear unfold here in chapter 52. Um, we read about uh, Zedekiah in, in verse 3, uh, one of the kings of Judah rebelling against the king of Babylon, uh, even though the Lord said not to do that. Uh, then we see uh, Jerusalem, Judah under siege. And then we see this horrific event in verse uh, 10 and 11, where it says that the king of Babylon slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah, the king's sons, before his eyes. 
and he also slaughtered all the officials of Judah. He put out the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in chains. And the king of Babylon took him to Babylon and put him in prison until the day of his death. So what a terrible way to go. So the last thing that King Zedekiah sees is the death of his own children uh, and the death of his officials. And then the king of Babylon plucks out Zedekiah's eyes and then takes him chained up back to Babylon. Uh, so just what a humbling end. And again, this is God's word being fulfilled. Uh, this is what happens is the people refuse to hear his word again and again, refuse to repent, refuse to turn to him. Um, it goes on, though. It gets even worse. Uh, the Babylonians, verse 13, burn the house of the Lord, oh, the temple, and also the king's house and the houses and all the houses of Jerusalem. Every great house he burned down. Uh, but verse 16 says, uh, he left the, cap uh, the captain of the guard, left some of the poorest in land to be vine dressers and plowmen. So he does leave some people there just to kind of work the land and certainly pay tribute to Babylon, too. Uh, but most people, especially the, the best, the brightest, the leaders, are taken away into captivity into Babylon. So as we finish up Jeremiah, things look pretty bleak. But, but I think there's a, a ray of hope here. In the very last verses of the very last chapter of Jeremiah, we hear this. Um, we hear about also Jehoiachin, king of Judah. Okay, so another king uh, who's in Babylon. And um, the the king exalts him. Um, verse 32, I'll read to the end of the book. And the, the king spoke kindly to him, gave him a seat above the seats of the kings who are with him in Babylon. And so Jehoiachin put off his prison garments and every day of his life dined regularly at the king's table. And for his allowance, a regular allowance was given to him by the king according to his daily need until the days of his death as long as he lived. So you, you see a ray of hope here, though, in this, this kindness that's shown to this, this king of Judah, uh, even in Babylon. And then you see that unfold even more. Uh, when you read the book of Daniel in particular, we see God's favor upon some of those captives. Guys like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. How the Lord preserves them, protects them, even in a foreign land, and even exalts them and blesses them with these positions of authority in a foreign land. So I think, again, to, to go back to those verses we began with, the Lord's disciplining, no doubt, but the Lord's not going to bring Israel, Judah, to a complete end. No, he's going to preserve his people, preserve this remnant, and from that is going to come eventually uh, Jesus Christ, uh, whose birth we anticipate this Advent, uh, beginning right. this weekend, Gary. Mm -hmm. So would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? Uh, Lord, as we wrap up this book of Jeremiah, um, we thank you for the pictures you've given to us throughout the book, uh, those um, object lessons that you've provided for the people. Lord, help us to learn from them. Uh, help us to learn uh, to always listen to your word, to have open ears to that, to come to your repentance and rejoicing that you are eager to forgive and restore for Jesus' sake. Uh, we thank you for this uh, time of Advent that we're about to enter. Uh, Lord, help us to always be watchful for Jesus coming, not just at Christmas as we celebrate his birth, but also at his return as we anticipate that last day. And uh, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So what are we reading? We're reading Lamentations chapter 2 through 
Ezekiel, yeah, through Ezekiel chapter 9. So, yeah, Lamentations, uh, not the feel-good book of the Bible, you know, as you can tell from the name Lamentations, <laughs> Lamenting. Uh, but as in this week, as our, our listeners get to that middle chapter, chapter 3, boy, beautiful, beautiful words there. So be looking for a ray of hope uh, in the middle of the book in chapter 3. Look forward to it. Thanks, Matt, for that information, and we'll talk next time here on The Messenger of Good News. And this, again, has been the uh, Moment in Scripture segment, and it's available as a podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio. Have a great day, Matt. Yeah, you too, Gary. Thanks very much.